Buenos dias from Diamond Springs. This is the Rorschach Venezuela update from Thursday, 7th of October of 2021. A quick summary of what's going down in Venezuela. On Monday, the 4th of October, the containers that were blocking the Simon Bolivar Bridge connecting Venezuela with Colombia were removed. These containers were placed by Chavismo in January 2019 to prevent the entry of humanitarian aid to Venezuela. Their removal means that commercial activities on the border between the two countries will resume. Colombia announced that the transit of heavy cargo will resume after a technical review to ensure that the passage is safe. Last week, the U.S. State Department announced that 19 countries would be left out of the visa lottery, and Venezuela is one of them. The U.S. State Department explained that one of the requirements to participate in the visa lottery is that the applicant is from a country with historically low rates of immigration to the United States. Among the countries that will not be eligible to apply this year are nine from Latin America and the Caribbean. The State Department explained that more than 50,000 natives of these countries migrated to the United States in the past five years. Meanwhile, the Pandora Papers, a recent investigation by the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists, revealed that Venezuela has the seventh largest number of people in tax havens. More than a thousand Venezuelans own companies in tax havens. The investigation also exposed almost 12 million documents, including world-class names such as Shakira and Tony Blair. In addition to this, in Spain, retired military officer Hugo Carvajal known as El Pollo, has delivered documentation to the Spanish justice of an alleged contract between Petróleos de Venezuela, PDVSA, and the law firm Ilocat, headed by former Spanish judge Baltazar Garzón. According to that contract signed in 2016, PDVSA hires Garzón's firm to bring legal actions in Spain against suppliers of its subsidiary, Barven for alleged crimes of fraud and bribery and would pay more than 8 million euros for the defense of its interests in Spain. For its part, Ilocad denied in a statement that it was hired by PDVSA in 2016, but that it was the American firm Squire Patent Boggs LLP, which handles the worldwide defense of the oil company, who hired its services. The firm also denies having charged almost 9 million euros for such services and having coordinated with the prosecutor's office and the judiciary to expedite the proceedings and the progress of the judicial procedure. On Monday, the 4th of October, during the Oslo Freedom Forum held in Miami, Venezuelan opposition member Leopoldo Lopez, exiled in Spain, stated that an authoritarian wave was sweeping Latin America, making democracy increasingly fragile. In addition to this, Lopez urged the attendees to unite to fight against this wave and allow democracy to be a guarantee for the future of the region. Last Friday, October 1st, retired military officer and militant of Hugo Chavez's government, William Izarra, passed away. He was 74 years old and served as Venezuela's ambassador in North Korea. William Izarra was the father of journalist and former Minister of Communications and Tourism Andres Izarra. He was also a founding member and first national director of the organization of the Movimiento Quinta República, the Fifth Republic Movement. The information of his death was made public by President Nicolás Maduro, who did not specify the cause of his death. Now, in news within the country, on Thursday, the 30th of September, 
the National Assembly approved the bill of the promotion and use of gender-sensitive language. The legal text refers to the use of inclusive and non-sexist language and the visibility of women as subjects of rights in accordance with the Constitution of Venezuela. The purpose of this law is to contribute to making women visible in the state, the family, and society as an indispensable means to make equality between men and women real and effective. The approved bill was forwarded to the National Executive for its enactment. On Monday, the 4th of October, 23 deputies of the National Assembly elected in 2015 signed a document rejecting the upcoming regional elections to be held on the 21st of November. The parliamentarians reiterated that Venezuela is a failed state and is occupied by irregular groups linked to drug trafficking and international terrorism. They assured that participating in the electoral process to be held on the 21st of November is an unconstitutional act and that it constitutes a new fraud and favors the regime's strategy. David Vallenilla, Father David Jose Vallenilla, a young man killed in the 2017 anti-government protests in front of La Carlota Air Base assured that the appeals of his son's case was achieved thanks to his lawyer and not to the public prosecutor's office or the government's prosecutor, Tariq William Saab. According to what he explained, a month ago, the judge in charge of the case of his son's murder dismissed his complaint, leaving out his lawyer's performance and leaving him without representation in the trial. Vallenilla is convinced that the Venezuelan justice system is playing a tiring game in this case. However, he emphasized that he will continue to fight for his son, whose murder still hasn't obtained. Meanwhile, COVID continues to wreak havoc in Venezuela with a new peak despite vaccination campaigns that counts more than 10,000 infections in seven days. Miranda, Caracas, and Vargas, the capital states, remained for the fourth consecutive week as the regions of the country with more cases of the coronavirus. Miranda, Caracas, and Vargas, the capital states, remained for the fourth consecutive week as the regions of the country with the most cases of coronavirus. In the last seven days, between the 27th of September and the Sunday, the 3rd of October, Venezuela registered the highest number of infections in the 18 and a half months of the pandemic, with a total of more than 10,000 affected by the disease. The highest figure had been in June with almost 9,000 cases registered. On Saturday, the 2nd of October, the Venezuelan government launched a campaign to raise awareness and prevent scams and misleading offers spread through social networks. In recent months, thousands of complaints of attempted scams through WhatsApp and other social media networks have been reported. In most cases, it is usually people who are in prison who resort to these scams as a way to get money. And last but not least, Venezuelan writer Solinares won the 14th edition of Tristana Fantasy Novel Prize, organized by the City Council of Santander, Spain, with her work, no todos los ciclopes nacen ciegos. Not all cyclops are born blind. The jury highlighted her profound knowledge of references to classical mythology, both in its Greco-Latin formulations and in its reception by Spanish authors of the Golden Age. The Santander City Council explained that the 10 novels that had been previously selected by a reading commission from among more than 300 submitted for the contest were analyzed in depth. 
The contest carries a prize of 7,000 euros and the publication of the winning novel by Menos Cuarto Ediciones. This is the first time that a woman has won since the award was specialized in fantasy novels and became international. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to our show in your favorite podcast listening app to be updated weekly about the big stuff going down in Venezuela. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at venezuela at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram at Rorschach Venezuela and Twitter Rorschach B. Hasta la próxima!